on this week's episode of Regular Guys Podcast. Join us as a familiar face helps us see what's wrong with the Bucks, how to fix the Broncos, and if we are buying or selling certain teams to continue their hot trends. As always, make sure to like, subscribe. You are now listening to to Regular Guys Podcast. Regular Guys Podcast is back again, ladies and gentlemen. You know who I am. You know who Sean is. But hey, you're like, man, PJ, it's been a minute. We haven't seen you. We know our guy's been doing a lot of uh, behind the scenes work uh, that doesn't necessarily get noticed. But hey, we notice it. So we're going to take a quick time to let PJ say what's up to the people. And uh, we'll go from there. Yeah, man. What's up, regulars? It's been a minute. Uh, Life moves on, but uh, I'm here. I'm a regular guy, just like y'all, ready to talk sports. Glad to see my guys, Maddie and Sean, holding it down. Can't wait to discuss these topics with you guys today. Got a lot of juicy things going on in the NFL Week 7. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Juicy things at, at that. Uh, But first and foremost, we want to continue to thank you guys, the regulars who are listening. Uh, The road to 100 subscribers still lives on, ladies and gentlemen, currently sitting at 81. And that's all because of you guys listening each and every week, interacting with us. Again, we look to put out some good content each week, whether it's shows, reels, you know, whatever the case is. Uh, Stay tuned, though. NBA show is on the way. I can guarantee you that. But like our good guy, PJ, mentioned, we got a lot of topics to cover, starting with the Tampa Bay Bucks. Now, before we all go on and say Giselle was right, Brady should have stayed retired. She was right. She was right. Give Giselle the rings. She was doing the work. Yeah, she was. But we here at Regular Guys Podcast, we want to kind of dive into what is wrong with the Bucks. Now, we all have our take. But PJ, we're going to let you start off. What do you think is going on with the Tampa Bay Bucks right now? Yeah, it feels like it starts right at the top. Top balls. We know who he is. Excellent DC defense coordinator. Not his first stop as a head coach. And he didn't last as a head coach of the Jets. I think we know why. His coaching record, head coaching record, 29-45. That's under 400. He's lost way more than half of the games he's coached yeah over his head Sean he's being out coached by Steve Wilkes other guys he shouldn't be be getting outsmarted by um we can talk too about Brady Sean what do you think about Brady but for me it starts at the top with Bulls and you know the the, yeah the first thing I had on my list because I actually went I did the same thing the first number one thing I put down was Todd Bulls as the head coach their offenses, their offense and their defenses, their defense started off hot this year, but the defense isn't impressive either. You know, they're, they're allowing over a hundred and I think 18 yards a game rushing on them. The offense is so stagnant. This team misses Bruce Arian so much on the offensive side of the ball. Um, Todd Bowles. He's a great, like you said, he's a great defensive coordinator, but they have no rush game whatsoever. 32nd in the league in rushing. They're running the ball every first down. Not, you know, they're automatically getting themselves in the second and 10, second and nine. So they're all they're, and they can't get a, a first down 
on third and one or fourth and one. It's, it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. I think Tom Brady has to take some of the blame too. I'm a Tom Brady guy. Tom Brady is getting that ball out of his hands as soon as he gets the ball. He's not really giving his receivers time to get open. I know the offensive line is not good whatsoever, but Brady, he's gotten away with it for so long because he's had great, you know, slot receivers. And Godwin's not a bad slot receiver, but I think Brady needs to hold, hold the ball a little bit longer to let his guys get open a little bit. I think there's so much wrong with the Bucs right now, offensively, defensively. It's it's a mess over in Tampa yeah. Bay right now. And yeah, it's hey, Sean Matt, let me um, let me uh, let me ask you this. So Bruce Arians is still in the building in Tampa Bay, yes. right? He's got a role still as a there. special advisor or whatever. Yeah. Let's say the Bucks gets a a third straight loss here, four or five losses. They start <sighs> piling on. Sean Matt, what do you think? You think it happens? Maybe that uh, they pull the rug out from from under Bowles and kind of nudge Arians back in there. I love Matt. I think they do. I I do think they they would fire him, but I don't think they give it to Arians during the season. Um, I think they let Leftwich try. I I think they would let him give a try. I just don't know if you can, hey, Bruce, it, to me, it just, it it would look bad. Hey, we, because the rumors were Arians and Tom just, they weren't getting along at yeah, some point. So it's like, yeah. it would be bad to, hey, we're going to let you leave, aka we'll put you up in, you know, special role advisory. <laughs> oh no, Todd Bowles doesn't work. Hey, Arians, come yeah. back. And, I just don't think it would look good on their behalf it would add more fuel to the dumpster fire that's starting to become even worse, um, in my opinion. So. Yeah, I, I, I actually I don't see I, I don't see them actually firing bowls during the season. I think they would don't give them a shot. Yeah. But that being said, I think this is looking really bad on left, which is as well. I think this this offseason, he was actually looked high, he, he looked highly upon on. But this offense is so basic how they run it. I can I watch the game and I can tell you play by play what they're gonna do. That's how bad it is. It's they make Jason. He's making Jason Garrett look like an offensive genius, and he was terrible. <laughs> you know he really. You know it's Leftwich is losing money and a chance at a head coaching job right now with how he's calling these games. I mean, not yeah. not saying it's just his fault because the team is struggling, but I mean you gotta. You got to mix it up a little bit. You can't run it every time on first down. That just irritates the crap out of me. Rushing the ball when you can't rush the ball. You know, just to, to terrible. Like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Go yeah, ahead. just to give you guys some some perspective, we're, we're I think we're all pretty much in agreement here as to what's wrong with the books. I do think they miss Bruce Arians, um, yeah. and I do think now that it should have been a passing of guard to whoever it was at quarterback, whether it was Kyle Trask drafting a guy, I don't think Tom should have came back. And now it's even more obvious, um, but just to kick, yeah. you know, give some, some stats uh, real quick as far as where they rank. So last year we'll just do last year. We can't necessarily compare to full season last year, the offense uh, ranked either first 
or second in just about every offensive category. Yes. All right. Now this year, this year they ranked 21st in yards per game and 25th in points per game, which is 17.7. Yeah. Now we all agree that I they would literally have to lose the next like six for Todd Bowles to just be fired. I don't see it happening. If anything, no. it'll probably go back and forth. But yeah, it's there's I, a I lot will there, say but this, I do think if they don't make the playoffs, uh Todd is definitely for sure gone. If they make it somehow, I think they'll stay with him, but something division, will have to change. Yeah, that division. But I will say this about Brady. He's not the Brady of old because he's just 45 years old. I mean, age catches up with everybody. But I really do think the Jensen injury and the Kappa retiring early really messed him up too because he needs a good offensive line and with an offensive line you have a better running game and more time to pass the ball so when i say brady's done done i wouldn't say that but it's not looking good yeah so i was right uh so gentlemen after going to one team that's we thought had a lot of promise and with the nfc looking the way it was beginning of the year we thought hey why can't the bucks get back there we're going to move to a team that, honestly, we all thought had the makings. Wait a minute. To make some. Not we all. Not we all. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Not we all. Okay. The, I'll okay. say the consensus, the majority. Uh, and yeah. that is the Denver Broncos. All right. So I feel like this one is, how can I put it? Like, it's not that bad of the Bucks. I feel like there's just a little tweak here and there, and the, I feel like the Broncos could could easily flip it. But with saying that, PJ, how do we go about fixing the Denver Broncos is the question. Matt, I'm going to take a different angle here. <laughs> Let's get a little spicy. I'm going to say oh, no. the Jake Denver Broncos you, cannot be fixed. Not currently, not this season, not under this regime. Uh, two things to me that stand out. First of all, Russell Wilson. I think the Broncos, they have a stacked roster and they fell in love with a name. Russ is not the same Russ. Even back in Seattle, five straight seasons, his QBR went down every single year. Four straight years, his completion percentage went down every year. Russ has been on a decline for several seasons now. People in the NFC West that watched it could see the decline. Pete Carroll could see it. I think around the league, he still carries that name. And the Broncos fell in love with that. 10 years, I, 11 years in the league, I yeah. think he's I think he's starting to wear down. I don't think he gets yeah. that magic back. So that's the first yeah. problem. The second problem is Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, being a Vikings guy, an <laughs> NFC North guy, we've seen him hack it over the years. He was the OC there in Green Bay. That really was just a title. It was just a name. Yeah. yeah. We, we know the system, the the genius yeah. there is LaFleur. He looks like a 12-year-old boy, but he's a genius. <laughs> uh, Hackett was just a clipboard guy. He's been making yeah. terrible not just play calls, but game management decisions. Uh, one game, he went to kick a 64-yarder, very ill-advised, <laughs> in the wind, yeah. and then skipped another um, easier field goal later in the game. He's not making good decisions. I don't no, think he's not. ready to be a coach. 
I'm going to say the Broncos cannot be fixed. I'm going to piggyback off that and agree 110%. And the crazy thing is, is their defense is amazing. Their defense is so good. If you actually look at their stats, they've, they had one game where they got 32 points scored on them. Every other game has been under 20 points. Their defense is playing spectacular. Russ, yeah, like you spot. said, you know, you know what could fix them? Why don't you trade Russ for Geno Smith? That might fix them. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Russ, dang. Russ, and here's the, here's the bad thing about Russ. Like, yeah, he's on the Seahawks decline. might get worse then. <laughs> Seahawks would get worse. Here's the, problem <laughs> with, here's the problem with Russ. It's not only that he's not running the ball anymore because he, he doesn't do it anymore. He doesn't run the ball. And that was a big, big, you know, that was a big thing for him, you know, the, having that dual threat. I mean, he was great at it. He doesn't run the ball, but his decision-making has been so bad. I've never seen Russ be a terrible decision-maker. He is missing guys right in front of him and trying to throw the ball down the field every time. He's Russ missing. can't see the middle of the field. He cannot. I know he's only 5'11", but come on, man. <laughs> that, that, you're a quarterback. He, he is missing guys, not overthrowing, just – not seeing the open guy, which is the craziest thing. And like you said, PJ, I agree with you. Hackett, man, he is – he's terrible, man. He is I, – I, I don't – it needs a new quarterback and a new coach, that, what it's looking like. They put all the money into Russ, though, so they're going to have to yeah. live and die by so him, I'm a, unfortunately. I'm going to go a different route. I'm actually glad you guys went the route of – it can't be fixed. So that way I could be the guy who say it can't be fixed. Now I feel the only way it can be fixed is because like you mentioned, Sean, the defense is very good, really? very good. And it sucks because they, I feel they are being wasted away. For sure. Not like the, not like the indie defense, but anyways, <laughs> uh, the, the offense, this offense feels like it is prime time. Second half of the season, Seattle offense. It's just falling off a cliff, and yeah, every and Russ wants to go deep every time. It's just not yeah. working. Uh, he's holding on to the ball. Yeah, he's holding on to the ball a little bit too long. So, in in my opinion, what needs to happen to fix them is you got to change it up to some quick stuff. Uh, you got to somehow figure out the run game. I mean, uh, it's unfortunate Javante Williams is out for the season. Yeah. Um, I know you lost your left tackle also too for the season. Uh, with a broken leg, if I'm not mistaken. But you got to at least try to find a way to turn out like four yards, man, four to five yards, yeah. something. Something's got to give. And in doing so, hope that you can create some play action with Russ, which would help get him out of the pocket where he excels. And then, you know, you can you can try the deep shots after that. But, yeah, um, it wouldn't shock me if, if Hackett got canned at the end of the year it just would not because of the fact i don't i'm a, with you there pg i, I do think he's yeah. he was just a clipboard guy um yep and that's pretty if anything if anybody was the true offense coordinator outside of uh, uh lafleur it was rogers matt lafleur that was it was pretty much i'm gonna call what i want to call you're just gonna sit yeah. there and agree with it and that's the end of yeah. it but hey you guys let us know uh we made a real broncos country let's cry Let's cry. Let's uh, cry. That's what they're doing, man. They're they're definitely crying. Yeah, that's pretty definitely bad. Crying. And and and, but, and just before we uh, move on, all their games yeah. too, besides one game, have been one score games where they could have won. 
within one score, within a touchdown, every single game besides one game, I think they lost by nine or 10 points. Every other game has been three, four or five points. It's, but they're just, that's what I mean. Like it's right now. And that's why it's like, some's got to give to fix them. And there's no fixing them. To me, you guys want to just let them die. If you're being out coached by Frank Wright, (laughs) that's it there's no fixing that there's no fixing yeah you got a point there man you got a point there but hey we're gonna play a little game of buy or sell teams and their records all right so obviously we're probably gonna leave out or we are gonna leave out the big three the uh, eagles the bills and the chiefs i think we're all in agreement even those listening at home uh those are probably the three contenders as far as like legit Super Bowl teams. But surprisingly, yeah. there have been some teams that have shocked the world so far. Uh, if our guy Jake was here, he'd be screaming J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. And that's where we're going to start. Buy or sell, Sean. The New York Jets are currently sitting at five and two. Are you buying them to continue on the success and make the playoffs? Or do you think it's going to fizzle out? Sell. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm selling. Actually, and here, here's a big reason why I'm, I'm being sarcastic. I don't even hate the Jets or anything. Bryce Hall, Bryce Hall, out for the year, torn ACL. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he was beat. He, he had that team on his back rushing the ball. I'm not a. Their schedule is starting going to start getting harder. The next three weeks, they play. Pats, who they're not looking too good right now. Bills and Pats again. Those are going to be three big games there, division games. I just think Zach Wilson, I mean, he's averaging 170 yards passing. I mean, he needs to have a good running game. And with Hall being out, I just see them being a lot better than we all expected. I don't think a lot of us, I mean, I know Jake and even I think, Matt, you, you thought they were going to be better as well. I thought they were going to be maybe a, a six-win team, but I might be wrong on that one, it looks like. So they're going to be better this year, of course, but as a contender making the playoffs, I don't have them making the playoffs or a contender due to the Hall injury and due to their schedule, just going to get a little bit harder down the line there. What about you? Buy or sell on the New York Jets? I am going to buy, Bob. I'm going to buy. So here – Here's why I buy. Of all the squads in the league that we've seen do big things with a tough defense and a trash quarterback, it's been the Jets. Go back to the Rex Ryan years when they had Mark Sanchez and the butt fumble. He was doing probably just as poorly as Zach Wilson's doing now, but they had Rex Ryan's love of feet and love of defense that that, (laughs) – It was just unstoppable. And they have that same type of formula going. I actually like Rob Sala's defense better than Rex Ryan's. It's it's very similar in that they based it around an offensive, uh, a defensive line that could get pressure with lockdown corners. Okay. It's pretty much the exact same thing that Sala's doing. He's got juice in the back end. Um, Juice. He's got sauce in the back end playing lights out. Yeah, so close enough. (laughs) Quentin Williams up front generating crazy amounts of pressure that that defense is playing lights out i 
I don't think they'll make a deep run in the playoffs because. But oh, you think they'll make gonna, the playoffs? You think they'll make, the, make playoffs. the playoffs? To me, Ooh, okay. The, the the problem with them though is kind of the same problem with the 49ers. Do they have the offensive firepower in the playoffs to keep yeah. up with the Bills and the Chiefs? Yeah. No, they're not going to go anywhere. But I do buy them making the playoffs. If they make the playoffs, if they make the playoffs, that's huge, man. That's huge if they make the playoffs. Well, and, and that's where I'm. I'm honestly going to lean. I'm going to buy. Just because the rest of the AFC does not look that great. Where is Jake even, for this? All the buying on the Jets. Even with the Brees Hall injury, and I sit here in tears because he's on my fantasy team. Mine too, and it hurts. Uh, yeah, it does yes. hurt, man. That guy had a promising rookie year, but <sighs> I do love good. the defense. I do love yeah. the defense. I'm going to buy because I have a small little – feeling that the passing offense does just enough to make somewhat of a difference to get in uh obviously as a wild card team uh but you guys let us know are you buying the new york jets no currently (laughs) um we would love to hear so but we're going to move on to our next team and i'll start off the tennessee titans sitting at four and two I feel like this is an easy buy just because of the simple fact it's the AFC South. Yeah. The worst division in the league. And they don't really have to be great. No. To win the division. Um, obviously, if we were doing a buy or sell as far as contender, I'd definitely sell in a heartbeat. Yeah. But yeah, this is an easy one. Uh, yeah. Definitely going to buy because of the simple fact they've pretty much locked up the division after yesterday's win over the Colts. So, uh, Sean, what about you? You're going to buy the Tennessee Titans? I am buying the Tennessee Titans to win Ooh. that division. I think uh, Henry's starting to show the last three weeks. He's rushed over 100 yards in each game. He's starting to look like the old Derrick Henry the last couple of weeks. If you want to talk about a game manager, who's more of a game manager than Tannehill? He's not turning the ball over. You know, he, he's just doing enough to win, but I'm more like you said, I'm more buying into them to win the division because of the division itself. And the defense has been pretty good all year as well. So I'm buying just because of Derrick Henry, pretty much. What about you, PJ? I guess I'll be the devil's advocate. I'm selling on the Titans, man. Titans, <sighs> Titans are a boring, division? ugly squad. Uh, they, uh, Derrick Henry, man. Titans are yet to beat one team above 500. Okay. The the Titans are four and two. They're where they're at because their schedule is soft. Yeah. If they played any other schedule, in fact, they've only played one team above 500 this year, the Bills. Bills. And they got smacked, <laughs> smacked by, four yeah. touch, by five touchdowns. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the Titans are not a good squad. They're playing horrendous opponents and they're winning by a score. It's not impressive. Tannehill, if you don't like Zach Wilson, I don't see how you like Tannehill. Tannehill. I don't like t- – no, no, I don't like Tannehill. I don't like Tannehill. <laughs> Tannehill's I like- the old Zach Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like Tannehill. I just want to clarify that. Yeah. I apologize again if I'm gonna, off that way. Who you got? I'm going to sell. I'm going to sell. Their, their schedule tightens up a little bit towards the end of the it season. Does. Packers, yeah. Bengals, Eagles, straight, uh, followed by Chargers, Cowboys to end the season. I could see them losing five, six, seven out of their last eight games and falling out. I'm going to sell. 
Do you have a team that that in that division who you're <sighs> thinking is gonna? Frank Reich is you, done. I promise you, Texans are done. Don't even. I am a huge Jacksonville Swagwires fan. I, I, oh I like Doug Peterson a lot. He got kicked out too. of Philly because Philly's a bully. Uh, I hate Philly. Lawrence is is putting it together, but he's missing something. Peterson yeah. can get the rest out of him. Etn's going to take over. The defense is underrated. I, They're good. I love the Jags. Um, I hope you're right. At, I hope you're right on that. If you look at every game, they're in every game. They're losing yeah. close games. They are. It might not be their year this year. I do think their future's bright. Yeah, I hope you're right. Our next team on the list, the New York Giants. Now, PJ, are you buying or selling the New York Giants? You bought you bought the other New York team, so it's only right that you buy both of them, isn't it? So I'll say this, since I'm in New York, being in New York right now, New York fans are going nuts. The Yankees, all right, they, they, they had a good run. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. They got Let's swept. go Astros. <laughs> they got swept, but they had a good run. The they Jets did. are doing great. The, the Giants are doing great, even though they're technically New Jersey teams. The Bills are doing great. New York fans are having a good time right now. I think when New York teams do well, it's good for football. However, I'm going to sell the Giants. And this is really hard for me to say. This wow. is really, really hard for wow. me to say. Matt, you know it. I'm a huge Brian Dable fan. I absolutely love Brian Dable. I, before the Vikings hired KFC, I wanted Brian Dable. I think he's pulling everything out of that squad. It, it's, it's not that talented of a roster outside of Saquon on offense, really. Yeah. But, he's, but he's extracting. The reason I sell is their defense is playing great. Saquon's playing lights out. But unlike the Jets, the Giants are going to run into turnovers. DJ, Danny Dimes, he's going to revert to his old self, and he's going to start throwing picks, and he's going to start fumbling. I think there was a stat that said he led in fumbles for like the past two years or so. He's he's too turnover prone. That's going to show up when the pressure mounts, unfortunately I have to sell this year on the giants. Okay. I don't know if Jake's going to like hearing that, but Hey, you can't buy all the New York teams, Jake. We're sorry. Love you, Jake. Uh, Sean buy or sell the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys are going to make the playoffs. So I'm going to buy them. I'm not going to, sitting here and say they're going to win the Super Bowl. But the NFC right now is so weak. Dallas, one thing you can say about Dallas, and each week I'm like, I have my doubts. Even, you know what, last week against Philadelphia, I actually got a little bit more confidence in that game, over that game. Dallas could have easily won that game. The, the defense played pretty well, but they turned the ball over in their own in their own territory three times. I, I think maybe two times, but he, he uh, rushed through three INTs. I think their defense is just fantastic. The only little flaw in the defense is a little bit of a run game. If you run on them, they can, you know, struggle a little bit. They're tied in first over getting turnovers. We're getting to the quarterback, not, not just Micah Parsons, who's probably the defensive player of the year right now, but everybody on that defense, they double Mike, they double Micah. You got Lawrence, you know, they, they, they got, 15, 16 sacks this year on quarterbacks. 
Um, they're defense and they're getting INTs. I'm liking Diggs. He's not getting burned as he usually does. I mean, he did get burned over the Rams a couple weeks ago, but he's been picking the ball off and been pretty solid this year. Um, we did just lose Lewis, and that hurts. He's out for the year. But I think, like I, like uh, PJ said, um, I was going to buy on the Giants as well. But I'm buying on – I think there's going to be two wild card teams that come out the NFC East. I think it's going to be the New York Giants and the Dallas Cowboys. So I'm going to buy on them making the playoffs. We'll see what Dak can do to take it to that next level. I wasn't too impressed. I'm going to take it as him being out for six weeks. But that being said, I'm buying Dallas Cowboys to at least make the playoffs. We can respect it. Uh, sitting at six and one, they got the Bears next. Yeah, I could, I could definitely get on that five, with you. Five and two. Well, if you look to the Bears, bro. Uh, no, next no, no, up, five, I'll take this no, one. No. I was saying they had two losses against the Bucks the first game of the year, and then they uh, lost to Philly last week. Oh yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Good correction. Uh, next team, the Minnesota Vikings. Sorry, PJ, I'm not going to let you take this one. Whoa. So I'm going to take this one for the simple fact that I've been buying all year. Okay. I've been buying all year. I don't think it's obvious that I haven't or, you know, the simple case. Again, this is just to make the playoffs. I'm not saying they're going to make contenders to be, you know, win the Super Bowl. Although I'm sure PJ will insert my clip where I, you know, I had them facing my clownfish colts uh to, <laughs> to, yeah we're just not even gonna get there uh so i'm gonna buy the minnesota vikings um each and every week the packers just look worse i did not see a three-game skid coming to be honest with you i thought after the giants lost they beat the jets nope i thought after the jets lost they beat the commanders nope yeah. i don't know what's yeah, yeah. so yeah. i'm going to buy the minnesota vikings and honestly, at this point, it's like nine wins might win it for you, to be real with you. I think they may win more than that, but I don't I think really, nobody's going to really give you a, a run for the for the division anymore. It's between Unless the they make some big trade out of left field. Yeah. I don't know. For man. a receiver. Vi I just don't see it. I think it's going to be between, between Vikes and Philadelphia, personally. I mean, they're the two best teams in the NFC right now to me. If I was a betting man, which I'm not because I'm playing in Minnesota. If they're playing in Minnesota, yes. If they are going back any... to Philly, it might be another massacre. Go ahead, PJ. Let's, yeah, let's, I... let's get some shine on here. So I think it comes down to Minnesota to two words. That's culture change. Last year, Minnesota lost the most amount of games by one score or less. They were in close games all year, would lose them all. They're winning those games now. Yeah. Everyone believes in the head coach, KOC. He's going to have his hiccups. Uh, he does have some head-scratching calls sometimes. The defense is bad. They rank, like, bottom 10 or 12 pass defense. It's not great. They have some things to iron out. However, they're winning even playing ugly football, yeah. and that yeah, says are. a lot. That says it a does. lot. It, well, once they start clicking, it's over. That being with said – With all the talent on her, yes, yeah, 100%. They're, they're winning the bad football. The roster is stacked. However, I do agree with Matt in that – Kirk Cousins, if he's at home, 1 p.m., superstar. Yes. Uh, not, not even just Philly. I don't see I don't see Kirk going to San Fran. I don't see Kirk going to Seattle. It would have see, to be a home game. I don't see Kirk going to Los Angeles and be and winning in the playoffs. I think if if somehow we get the one, get a get 
get games at home, we got a shot. If if otherwise, I'm not. Yeah, I can't. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, in our last team, the Seattle Seahawks. Yes, you heard it here first. You heard it right. The Seattle Seahawks currently sitting at four and three. Uh, PJ, are you buying the Seattle Seahawks? I'm a huge Geno fan, actually. I'm I'm really happy to see because you rarely see a quarterback that gets tossed aside, reinvents himself. I'm a huge Geno fan. I also like Pete Carroll. Uh, I like when old men aren't just like curmudgeons and crotchety and and angry all the time like Bill Belichick. He looks like Bill a- Belichick. Yeah, <laughs> I like Pete. That. That being said, I'm going to sell the first place Seattle Seahawks. I'm going to sell, actually. They are first in the division. I don't think that lasts. Rams will pick it up. The Niners will pick it up. And the reason I sell is because uh, two things. Is Geno's success sustainable? It's it's insane right now. Yeah, it is. Um, he's top five in the league in passer rating. Incredible. Is that sustainable once defenses start to figure out new Geno? I'm not sure. I don't doubt it, but I'm not sure. Uh, the second reason is their defense. <laughs> One of the worst pass defenses in the league. Yeah. Jared Goff dropped 40 points on you. You know, I, I, that's going to be a problem when they start yeah. facing high, high power teams like the Eagles, like the Vikings, yeah. like the Rams. I'm going to sell. I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm right there with yeah. you. It's, yeah, it's a nice, a good story. Yeah, I'm going to sell. It's a nice feel-good story. I think we're all happy for Gino. If only he played like this years ago with the Jets, he probably he might still be there, to be honest with you. I would like, I'd like hey. to see him shock the world and win that division. That'd be crazy. But Agreed. Agreed. I I'd love think, to I think yeah. San, I, I still think San Francisco is going to pull it out, you. though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, hey, gentlemen, uh, that's enough for a buy or sell. Just real quick, though, Sean, anything that caught your attention from week seven? Week seven, what caught my attention is probably the most. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a between Aaron Rodgers or my boy Tom Brady. I'm gonna say since we already talked about the Bucks, I'll say Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. I was, I was wrong. I can admit my faults. I was wrong. I, I just didn't see this happening like this. They're, they're not a good team whatsoever. Aaron Rodgers, he's a great all-time player. He's probably still great now if you give him good receivers. Just a horrible leader. I didn't see them losing against Washington. Uh, you know, I'll make it quick and short. Green Bay Packers are probably right up there with the Bucks as the most disappointing team in football right now. And that's how I leave it. DJ, what about you? Anything that caught your attention week seven? Yeah, I'm going to go a little different direction. The NFL has a scheduling problem. That's going to be my take. Uh, this week, uh, like epitomized it as well. Last week, the last few weeks, uh, the NFL does great with their flex scheduling later in the season. Their beginning of the season, man, their primetime games are trash. Yeah. <laughs> We're recording right now during the Bears-Patriots game. Does any of us want to watch that game? The Thursday night games for the past three weeks have been horrendous. This yeah. this Thursday night game. Uh, last this, week, Thursday this night This Thursday was okay. night, Saints, Saints and Cardinals was only exciting because Andy yeah. Dalton threw pick sixes. That's, True. that's yeah. the reason it was exciting. Yeah. Because, because yeah, of the I mistakes. Agree. I'll give you that. But 
the NFL has a scheduling problem. They have to figure out a way to stop putting uh, teams. I'm in favor of canceling Thursday night, to be honest with you. But I'm, that's favor, for another day. I'm in favor of starting flex scheduling earlier in the year. I don't think teams would like it, but for I the agree. fans, That'd I, be think, cool. I think that next be- Monday is the Browns versus Bengals. I mean, I'll watch it because I like Joe Burrow, but I mean, and I like Nick Chubb, but yeah, primetime Such football should be brisket. the best teams. Primetime football has been lacking this yeah. year. Yeah, agreed. Uh, something like that, that caught my attention. Now I'm gonna go individual player. All right, now look, Jake, this is for you. <laughs> Sauce Gardner. Sauce. I think we can all say we have all gotten lost in the sauce because this to be this good year one is just truly remarkable. At yeah. at a corner at that for a rookie should not in recent history it's normally a struggle because the game is faster but this guy is erasing dudes yeah. as a rookie like dudes are legit getting lost in the sauce each and every week uh good friend of ours axel made a great point and it it, it didn't hit me until he said it now look if you're playing fantasy and you have a guy going up against the jets and he's facing sauce unless he's like bona fide wide receiver one digs type don't start him because he's erasing guys uh he had uh corlin Sutton didn't start him and that's exactly what he did corlin was non-existent jerry judy got all the work because he was just not open at all real quick matt um, yeah go ahead sauce versus sutton three targets zero catches allowed three forced incompletions erased him completely he's just out there getting cardio getting paid to do cardio hey sick of talking about new york teams sauce hey saucy on you know you listening come on the show man we'd love to have you here uh i'm sick that day i'll be sick that day let me get the number one jersey sauce let me get the number one yeah our guy jake would love to have your jersey uh little johnny's getting all the ice cream that he promised them but, gentlemen, that's going to do it for the main show. We're going to hop into the hype. PJ, what's something you're hyped for, man? So, I've been in the fantasy football league for about, I don't know, 12 years with these guys. Usually, I'm right in the mix. Usually, I'm right in the mix. This year started off a little rough, one in five. But I'm hyped now because suddenly I went from a complete trash team to having about four RB1s that just fell right into my lap. ETN uh, is the man now. <laughs> Robinson's gone. I was able to snag Eno Benjamin somehow. Aaron Jones, the Packers are finally realizing he's their best wide receiver, even though he's playing running back. I got three other guys on the bench that are ready to go. I'm hyped because I'm ready to make a run, Matt. I'm going to say it right now. I had an 8% chance of making the playoffs. I'm making the playoffs, and I might make a little noise. Let's no, go. Most of the guys would love to hear that, but and I especially don't want to hear that. Uh, Sean, what's something you're hyped for, man? What am I hyped for? Let me think. Um, Dallas Cowboys, of course. Come on now. Dallas Cowboys, I, I wrote them off after week one. So anytime <laughs> they win, I don't care if they play the Lions. I don't care if they play the high school team down the street. <laughs> if they get a win, I'm happy. So I'm always happy about the Cowboys. Um, we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm happy Dak is back. I just hope 
he can be that top 12, the 14th range quarterback in the league, which I, he's been pretty much his whole career. But I'm hyped on the Dallas with their defense. If, if Dak can be that, and that with that run game, that's what I'm hyped about right now. Well, well, let's hope the ball keeps rolling for us. Uh, something I'm actually hyped for is non-football related. What? Um, this Saturday. You, so I'm going to let y'all know now. Your boy won't be on the podcast next week. All right. I'm going to be in Jamaica. Come miss Atali, man. Tell me banana. Sipping on all the take Bob Marley's. I can't. That's we. So, yeah, that's that's what I'm hyped for, man. Jamaica trip, celebrating my six-year <laughs> anniversary with the lovely uh, Keisha, a.k.a. my wife. Awesome. Um, Anniver- anniversary? Happy anniversary. Happy, Happy anniversary. anniversary, guys. Yeah. Hey, appreciate it, man. We appreciate Happy it. Happy anniversary, guys. Yeah. Appreciate her for uh, sticking up with me for six years. Look forward to the rest. But, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for our show. Uh, hey, we thank you guys so much for coming on and listening to Regular Guys for another week. Uh, you got a bit of a surprise. You got to see a PJ. OG of the show from back then that helped thank us start this me. whole thing. Hopefully, uh, next all this stuff that you see around us is all because of this guy right here. And yes, it is. Yeah, he, can't he's thank a, him enough. The workhorse. He's been sure. putting in some mad work. Some mad work, the the graphics. Yeah, we all appreciate that stuff. it. Yeah, he kills it. Yeah, so we definitely definitely want to give you your flowers. Uh, definitely missing our guy Jake. Hopefully, we can get him back uh, coming on uh, within the next couple of weeks. Um, but again, we can't thank you guys enough for uh, listening each and every week. The road to a hundred uh, still lives on. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share this podcast. Share our reels each and every time we we put them out there. Uh, any closing words, guys? Yeah, man, we're mm-hmm. looking forward to the show growing, putting out good content for you guys. We're making it for you. So like Matt said, let's get some engagement. Drop yeah. a comment below, share it. We appreciate it. We'll keep making this if you keep watching. Yes. And same uh, thing over here. Words. Yeah, guys. Yeah. Th- thank you so much for everybody uh, liking and watching the videos. We-, we love doing it. Without y'all, it wouldn't be possible. And like Matt said, PJ, you are the man. You, you go... Uh, you do so much for the uh, the podcast more than any of us, actually. You know, we, we do the talking, but you do all the behind the scenes, and we really do appreciate it, man. You're you're the, you're the man. Thank you. Yes, sir. If my good guy Jake was here, he'd say, "Hey, you are now listening to Regular Guys Podcast." Yeah.